Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, and welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I'm a food truck business trainer, author of Food Truck 101, Beginner to Winner, and Food Truck 201, Get Off the Truck. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. For the last two weeks, a little over two weeks, I have been going over my book, Food Truck 101, Beginner to Winner, chapter by chapter, getting ready for the fall release of the audiobook, where I'll be reading the entire book, chapter by chapter, full contents. So what I've been doing the last couple of weeks is just giving you a little outline of what each chapter is all about. And today we are up to chapter 15, which is called cash flow. So cash flow, real simply, is money flowing through your business. Now what that money does along the way through your business is what becomes important to you as a business owner. But it also becomes important to your staff and your suppliers as well. So when you have a line of guests come up and they throw a whole big bunch of money at you, that's the money coming into your business. Part of that money is going to obviously pay for food. It's going to be paying for the labor. It's going to be paying for your credit card processing. It's going to pay for your commissary, your cell phone, any repair and maintenance you got going on, propane, the gasoline, any contracts, any licenses you need to renew. All that money pays for all those expenses. And then hopefully, after you pay all of those expenses, you have some money that you're able to put into the bank. Now, some of that money is going to be reinvested back in your into your business, and then some of it's going to be profit for you as a bonus or a salary or whatever you want to term that particular income. So that's the cash flow through your business. The idea is to have much more coming in than you have going out. So when you start to find yourself struggling with cash flow, you want to make sure that you are doing a few things to help you get through those difficult times. Let's start with, you should always be checking your invoices every single time you go shopping. And then putting all of those new prices onto a spreadsheet. And that spreadsheet should alert you to let you know that, hey, it's time to raise your menu prices. You should never, ever have to wonder, well, is it time to raise them yet? Because remember, if you have everything priced perfectly this week and something gets more expensive next week, do you know where that money comes from? That money comes directly out of your wallet. And the only choice you have is to either increase the price of the menu or decrease the portion, thereby reducing the cost to you. That's the only two choices. And if you don't make those decisions, then the money comes out of your profits. The only place it can come from. Whenever you're having a cash flow issue, you can think about expanding your revenue streams. You could focus more on doing events. You could focus more on doing catering. You could actually start a hard lines. And what I mean by hard lines is something that's not perishable, like your food, for instance. A hard line would be like selling t-shirts, baseball caps, or some other hard product that has no expiration date associated with it. Each of those could create a small income stream increase. You want to always be evaluating your operating expenses. Am I getting the best price for propane? Am I getting the best price for gasoline? Is there some place that's going to have a little bit of savings on insurance? Can I find a commissary that's a little bit less expensive? You want to be doing all of those kind of things when you are experiencing cash flow issues. 
You might want to look around and liquidate any old inventory or old equipment that you have. Let's say you bought two cases of, of cups at the point you thought you were going to do awesome lemonade sales and it just petered out and you decided, I'm not, not going to do lemonade. So now you got cups and lids and straw sitting around and you got equipment for the lemonade. Sell it. If you're having cash flow issues, sell the equipment, sell the old inventory. Make sure you're paying suppliers at the right time. Hopefully you have built up enough business credit that you are having at least one supplier that is giving you food today, knowing that you're going to pay it 10 or 15 or 30 days later. So you know, make sure you're paying the suppliers at the end of the due date. So if they're giving you 10 days, you take all 10 days to pay it. If they're giving you 15, take all 15 days. Just don't push it to the point where you're making late fees because then that becomes counterproductive to your cash flow. When your cash flow is good, I suggest you open a business savings account and then be putting money aside into that account to get you through some of the lean times, especially if you have weather issues periodically. That'll help pay the bills that come due when it's raining for two weeks in a row. I would also look into a cash back credit card or debit card and then buy all of your supplies that you possibly can through that because that will give you cash back and if you're using the cash credit card the cash back credit card you want to make sure you are paying that off monthly do not carry a balance because now you're paying interest on top of what you have to pay back so you can do some things to help you help yourself out with your cash flow. You just got to be thinking about either increasing revenue or decreasing expenses. And you sometimes you have to make some hard decisions. For example, one of the most overlooked things that people simply don't do that own a food truck is to really examine their labor cost. And that is super hard to do because you get accustomed, well, it takes three people to run this place and it doesn't. Does it really literally take three people to do all the prep work and to do all the setup work and to do the service that first hour when you're only waiting on about 10 guests? Does it really take 10 people? We get accustomed to our labor and what we do with whatever labor we're expending is our productivity shrinks to fit the amount of people that we have. So it feels like, oh my goodness, it's so busy. We worked really, really hard with those three people. But if you were to tell one of them, hey, don't come in until noon from now on because we don't get busy until noon, and you and a second person handle the first hour that you're open, you just saved yourself $15, $18, $20, and you've made the other two people that are remaining on the clock a little bit more productive and therefore more valuable to your business. And then ideally, when the third person comes in, the sales increase to the point that that person is merited to be there so that all three of you are as equally productive as when it was only two people there. But there are very few food trucks that bring in employees on a staggered schedule. They either bring them all in when they open, and then there's people standing around doing nothing, or they do worse, and they bring them all in when they do prep work. So you have three people on the food truck pretending like they're doing prep work when it only takes one person to do it. Make sure that you are paying attention to your labor because you can save money there as well. And then on the other side of the labor, as far as bringing them in at staggered times, you can also send them home in staggered times. When it starts to slow down and it's consistently slow from one to two, absolutely send somebody home. Drop down to two people. Just don't be afraid to schedule based on what your labor needs truly are, and that is productivity. Easiest way to define that is to establish a sales per man hour. Two people can handle a certain amount of sales, and then once the sales reach a certain point, they cannot handle any more uh, guests coming in. It's just not possible. Whatever that 
sales per man hour is, if it's $50 per man hour, $75 per man hour, $100 per man hour, whatever that is for your particular menu, once you consistently exceed that per hour, then you need to have an additional person. And then three people on the clock actually can handle way more than mathematically it would, would account for. So example, if you, if one person can handle $100 an hour, no problem. Two people can handle $200 an hour, no problem. But what you find when you have two people on the clock, they tend to work together and that synergy might actually push that number to 225 before it becomes a struggle. And then when you bring on that third person, then you could maybe handle up to $400 before it becomes a struggle for the three people. But you got to understand your speed of service. You got to understand your productivity. And if you don't understand those things, then you're not being efficient with your money. You're not being efficient with your labor. And those things are going to eat up your cash flow. And what it does when it starts to eat up your cash flow is it makes your employees lazy. And then it becomes where the three of them can't handle a $200 hour because you've dumbed down their productivity. You've dumbed down their skills by allowing them to be on the clock when you didn't need them. And that's not their fault. That's your fault. Thank you guys so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know I got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.